0: Welcome back to another episode of our podcast, where we break down complex topics and make them easy to understand. I'm Tom, and
1: joining me is my co-host, Jen. How are you today, Jen? I'm doing great, Tom. Excited to dive into another fascinating topic with you. Absolutely. And today, We have an intriguing
0: paper to discuss titled GKD. Generalized Knowledge Distillation for Autoregressive Sequence Models. Now, before we dive into the details, let's break down the abstract and set the stage for our listeners.
1: Good idea, Tom. The abstract tells us that knowledge distillation is commonly used for compressing neural networks to reduce their inference cost and memory footprint. However, this method faces challenges when it comes to auto-regressive models such as generative language models. The two main issues are distribution mismatch between training and deployment sequences and model under specification. That's right. Gen. Distribution mismatch refers to the
0: difference between the output sequences generated by the student model during training and the ones generated during deployment model under specification on the other hand means that the student model may not be expressive enough to fit the teacher's distribution the paper proposes a solution called generalized knowledge distillation gkd to address these challenges and how does gkd work tom well The paper suggests that GKD mitigates distribution mismatch by sampling output sequences from the student during training. This ensures that the student learns to generate sequences that are more likely to match the teacher's distribution. Additionally, GKD addresses model under specification by optimizing alternative divergences, such as reverse KL that focus on generating samples from the student that are likely under the teacher's distribution.
1: That's fascinating, Tom. It seems like GKD offers a more comprehensive approach to distilling knowledge from a teacher model to a student model. The paper goes on to demonstrate that GKD outperforms commonly used approaches for distilling language models on various tasks like summarization, machine translation and arithmetic reasoning exactly
0: gen the results are quite promising and show the potential of gkd in improving the performance of autoregressive sequence models the paper also provides a comparison with
1: other distillation methods and highlights the strengths of gkd it's impressive how researchers are constantly pushing the boundaries of knowledge distillation too Make models more efficient and effective. GKD seems like a logical evolution of the technique, especially for auto regressive models.
0: Definitely. Gen. With the ever increasing complexity and size of language models, finding efficient ways to train and compress them is crucial. GKD offers a fresh perspective on knowledge distillation and could pave the way for even more advancements
1: in this field. I couldn't agree more. Tom, it's exciting to see how research like this can impact real world applications and make a difference in the way we use language models. Absolutely, Jen.
0: And that's all the time we have for today's intro. Join us in the next segment as we dive deeper into the details of GKD and explore its implications.
1: Further, stay tuned. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on our podcast. Upbeat music plays. Hey
0: Jen, have you heard about the Wacky Wombat Wrangler's Whimsical Wildlife Wonders podcast? No, Tom, what's that all about? It's the only podcast where you can hear outrageous stories about wrestling wombats. Can you believe it? Wait. What? Wrestling wombats? Yes, Jen. With the most hilarious hosts you'll ever hear.
1: Wow, that sounds weirdly amazing. It sure was, Jen.
0: And do you know what's even more amazing? What? This podcast is brought to you by the Wacky Wombat Wranglers Whimsical Wildlife Wonders. Sponsored by the most adventurous and courageous wombat wrestlers out
1: there laughs, I can't even imagine who those people are. Well, you don't have to imagine. Jen, just tune into the Wacky
0: Wombat Wrangler's Whimsical Wildlife Wonders podcast and listen to their phenomenal stories. Music fades out. Announcer, the Wacky Wombat Wrangler's Whimsical Wildlife Wonders podcast, where the wild meets the hilarious. Tune in now. (music)
1: Tom, it's great to be here with you again. And today, we have a fascinating topic to dive into, the offline skill graph. OSG, a framework for learning and planning using offline reinforcement learning skills. This framework has the potential to revolutionize the way we approach complex tasks in real world environments. Absolutely. Jen.
0: Reinforcement learning has been making waves in the field of AI. Particularly with its success in competitive games. But its implementation in everyday applications has been limited. That's where the offline skill graph comes in. It offers a framework that allows agents to learn from previously collected data and generalize over it to solve long
1: horizon tasks. That's right, Tom. And this framework is comprised of three essential modules that work together seamlessly. The first module focuses on offline learning of skills, using a data set labeled with rewards based on the goal states of each trajectory. These skills are trained using state-of-the-art offline reinforcement learning algorithms.
0: From there, the second module comes into play, the skill graph module. This module takes the learned skills and chains them together, creating a skill graph. This graph allows the agent to move around the environment
1: and plan its actions based on pay. Available options. And finally, the third module is the state classification network, which connects the agent's state space to the skill graph through reliable first skill selection. This component ensures that the agent selects the appropriate skill based on its current state. Ensuring efficient planning and execution of complex tasks. Absolutely fascinating. Gen.
0: This framework addresses the major challenges faced in implementing reinforcement learning in real-world robotic setups, the need for extensive exploration, the limitation of solving one task at a time, and the complexity of solutions and explainability. The offline
1: skill graph tackles all three simultaneously. That's right, Tom. And what makes this framework even more exciting is its potential for lifelong learning. The agent can continue to grow and develop over its lifespan by incorporating new skills and experiences into the skill graph. I can't wait to dive deeper into this paper and explore the experiments
0: conducted to demonstrate the applicability of this framework in simulation. It's truly a breakthrough in the field of reinforcement learning and
1: robotics. Absolutely, Tom. So, listeners, get ready to embark on an informative and entertaining journey as we delve into the fascinating world of the offline skill graph. (OSG) a framework for learning and planning using offline reinforcement learning skills. Stay tuned for an in-depth discussion on the methodology,
0: the results, and the implications of this groundbreaking research. You
1: won't want to miss it. That's right, Tom. So grab your favorite beverage, sit back, and get ready to explore the offline skill graph with us. Let's dive in. Outro music. Thank you for joining us
0: today on our NPR podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode on the offline skill graph. As always, I'm Tom, and I'm
1: here with the amazing Jen. Stay curious and keep exploring. Thank you, Tom. And remember, if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, feel free to reach out to us on our website or social media. Until next time, keep learning and stay inspired.
0: Do you snore loudly? Does it sound like a freight train in
1: your bedroom every night? Well, fear not. Introducing Snore Loud Be Gone, the ultimate solution to all your snoring problems.
0: Snore Loud Be Gone is the perfect way to take care of your loved one's
1: snoring problems. And finally, get some peace and quiet. Sponsored by the makers of Sleepy Time Tea. Snore Loud Be Gone guarantees to turn your snoring partner into a gentle, purring kitten. So, no more elbow jabs or sleepless nights. Just simply spray
0: Snore Loud Be Gone into your partner's mouth. And voila, your snoring
1: problems will be gone. Loudly. This podcast is brought to you by the sleep-deprived guys who need a solution. And snore loud be gone. Because it's time for all of us to catch a break. Sleep tight, everybody.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Science Explained. I'm Tom.
1: And joining me today is Jen. How are you, Jen? I'm doing great, Tom excited to dive into another fascinating topic today what are we exploring
0: well jen today we are going to take a deep dive into the world of astrophysics and gravitational lensing specifically we'll be discussing a groundbreaking research paper titled deep gravelins a multimodal architecture for classifying
1: gravitational lensing data wow that sounds intriguing But before we jump into the details, let's quickly break down what gravitational lensing actually is. Absolutely. Jen. Gravitational
0: lensing is a phenomenon in astrophysics where the gravitational pull of massive bodies, such as galaxies or black holes, bends the fabric of space-time. This bending can cause light from distant objects to be distorted or even magnified giving us a unique glimpse into
1: the universe. That's right. And this paper we'll be discussing today focuses on using machine learning methods to analyze gravitational lensing data. The authors recognized that previous approaches were either limited to images or achieved low accuracy on challenging data sets. Exactly. The authors present deep Gravelins a novel
0: multimodal network that combines both image and time series data to classify different types of spatio temporal phenomena. The goal is to improve accuracy in identifying lensed objects in upcoming
1: astronomical surveys. And what makes Deep Gravelins even more exciting is that it surpasses the current state of the art. Accuracy results by a significant margin. Ranging from approximately 3% to 11%, depending on the data set being analyzed. That's right,
0: Jen. This improvement in accuracy will greatly accelerate the analysis of lensed objects, enabling scientists to study faint
1: astrophysical entities that would otherwise be invisible. It's amazing to think about the impact this research could have on our understanding of the universe. So, Tom. How exactly does Deep Gravelins work? Well, Jen. Deep Gravelins consist of three complementary
0: subnetworks that are trained independently. These subnetworks leverage different ways of combining image and time series data. Capturing both local and global features. The outputs of these subnetworks are then combined using a support vector machine. SVM to produce the final
1: classification result. That's fascinating. And the results of their evaluation show that Deep Gravelins outperforms previous models on four simulated data sets, achieving higher accuracy and reducing confusion between similar classes. Absolutely. Jen. And what makes this research even more impressive is that the
0: authors also applied Deep Gravelins to real dark energy survey the data further demonstrating its effectiveness in detecting
1: gravitational lenses particularly gravitationally lensed supernovae it's incredible to see how machine learning techniques can help us unlock the secrets of the universe i can't wait to hear more about the specific findings and applications of deep gravelins. well
0: Jen. You're in luck because in this episode, we'll be diving deeper into the architecture of deep gravelins, the evaluation protocol, and the quantitative and qualitative results. We'll also explore the future implications of this research and how it could shape upcoming
1: astrophysical surveys. I can't wait. Tom, it's going to be an exciting episode filled with mind-bending concepts and groundbreaking discoveries. So, for all our listeners out there, don't forget to tune in next time for an in-depth discussion on deep gravelins and the fascinating world of gravitational lensing. That's right, Jen. Be
0: sure to join us for another episode of Science Explained where we make complex topics easy to understand. Until then, keep exploring
1: and stay curious. See you next time, everyone. Hey there
0: listeners. Have you ever tried to sleep with a snoring partner? It's like trying to sleep on a construction site. But fear not because we have the
1: solution for you. That's right. It's the brand new snog-gone white noise machines. These machines are specifically designed to drown out the sound of your snoring partner giving you a peaceful night's sleep. And
0: they come in all sorts of fun colors, like midnight blue, cotton candy
1: pink, and alien green. So if you're tired of being woken up by the sounds of your partner's snoring, head over to Snorgon.com and order yours today. And don't forget to tune into our podcast for hilarious stories and tips on how to deal with snoring spouses. This podcast brought to you by SnorGon, because a good night's sleep is worth the investment.
0: And remember, if you're sleeping on the couch, you're doing it wrong. Welcome to another informative and entertaining episode of
1: Tech Talk. I'm Tom, your tech enthusiast. And I'm Jen, the science lover. Today, we have a fascinating topic to discuss. Adversarial Robustness Certification for Bayesian Neural Networks. Now, that might sound like a mouthful, but don't worry, we'll break it down for you. That's right, Jen. So,
0: let's start with the basics. Neural networks are a type of artificial intelligence model that can perform tasks like image recognition or natural language processing. They have been very successful in these areas. But they can also be vulnerable to attacks.
1: Yes. That's where adversarial attacks come in. These are basically small tweaks or modifications to the input data that can fool a neural network into making wrong predictions. For example, changing a few pixels in an image to trick the network into misclassifying it. And that's a big
0: problem especially in safety-critical applications like autonomous driving or healthcare. So, researchers have been working on ways to make
1: neural networks more robust against these attacks. That's where Bayesian neural networks come in. These are neural networks that have a probability distribution placed over their weights and biases. This allows for a more principled evaluation of model uncertainty. Which is related to adversarial examples. Exactly. And in this paper titled
0: Adversarial Robustness Certification for Bayesian Neural Networks, the authors propose a method to certify the robustness of these Bayesian neural
1: networks to adversarial input perturbations. Certification here means providing guarantees or proofs that the network will not be fooled by adversarial attacks. The authors define two notions of robustness. Probabilistic robustness and decision robustness. Probabilistic robustness measures the probability that for a
0: given input point, the output of a Bayesian neural network sampled from its posterior distribution will lie within a predefined set
1: of correct outputs. And decision robustness focuses on the optimal decision made by the network. It checks if, for all input points, the decision made by the network lies within the correct output set.
0: Now, certifying these robustness properties is not an easy task due to the probabilistic and non convex nature of Bayesian neural networks. But the authors present a computational framework that efficiently
1: and formally bounds these properties. Their approach is based on weight interval sampling integration and bound propagation techniques it can be applied to bayesian neural networks with a large number of parameters regardless of the training method used the authors
0: evaluate the effectiveness of their methods on various regression and classification tasks including an industrial regression benchmark the mnist dataset traffic sign recognition and
1: airborne collision avoidance and they demonstrate that their approach enables the certification of robustness and uncertainty of Bayesian neural network predictions. They even provide concrete examples of their bounds on decision robustness for traffic sign recognition. Overall,
0: this paper is a significant step towards making Bayesian neural networks more robust against adversarial attacks by providing formal guarantees. They enable safer and more reliable applications of these
1: networks in real-world scenarios. That's right, Tom. And this work has the potential to impact fields like autonomous driving, healthcare, and security systems, where the robustness of neural networks is of utmost importance. Absolutely, Jen.
0: So, If you want to dive deep into the world of adversarial robustness certification for Bayesian Neural Networks. Stay tuned for the rest of this podcast we'll be exploring the details of the paper and discussing
1: its implications. It's going to be an exciting and informative episode. So, grab your favorite drink, sit back, and enjoy Tech Talk. Background music fades. Are you tired of boring white
0: socks ruining your fashion statement? Do you want to step up your sock game but don't know where to start? Look no further than Silly Socks, the podcast
1: for people who take their sock game seriously. We've got all the latest sock trends, sock history, and even interviews with sock designers. This podcast is brought to you by Silly Socks, because your feet deserve to have some fun. Silly Socks, your one-stop shop for all things Socktacular. Sponsored by the Sock Lovers Association of America.
0: Join the sock revolution and tune into Silly Socks today.